to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys, we've got some great hot topics, multiple actually. We've got some new leadership in town as well as a good uh, feel, I guess, feel good story, I guess we would describe it, out of Hernando, uh, where social media actually works for us in a good way, as well as we've got an update on an officiating story we had two weeks ago before the Thanksgiving break. Oh. Also got some local news, our dad jokes, which do, I have to warn you, go into a little bit of a dark humor this week, so could get some upset emails, we'll see how that goes. Of course, we've got a great motivational message around the uh, innovative Henry Ford, and some sports wrap-up with some scores from last Friday. But other than that, T, how's your week been, brother? Man, it's been fantastic, except for one thing. No. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm getting old, man. You look it. I, well, I appreciate that, but I am. <laughs> I, I, I have I've finally found out what's been going on with, with the back of my legs for a couple of weeks, and I have sciatica, man. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to the doctor and see about getting that taken care of. And oh man, yeah, it could be just, it could be a pain in the butt. No, what? no pun intended. Oh, all puns intended. That ain't the only place that hurts either. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been walking a little different for the past couple of weeks. You know, I had the flu several weeks ago. You remember it? Knocked yep. me on my rump around Halloween and whatnot. And I guess the only thing I can think of, dude, is and I'm not I'm not kidding. I mean, I I sat on my tail for like four. Five straight days. I slept in that recliner, didn't even go to bed, you know, for a couple of days. And Yachty. I think that's yeah, I think that's what did it. But but otherwise, hey, everything's happy and uh going along and you know, just a couple more weeks of, of work until we're off for Christmas break and the kids are ready, or our staff's ready. I'm ready, Santa Claus is ready. We're all everybody's ready, Everybody's man. ready. Everybody's that's ready. That's right. Tis the season. The only thing not ready is my wallet because it's it's disappearing fastly. Well, your, your failure to plan does not constitute an emergency of sympathy on my side. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, see, I'm in a situation where we're actually shopping for a new mattress, and let me go ahead and tell you, oh. it is astronomical. I'm sure what they are it, charging for good, good oh, quality sleep mattresses nowadays. It's just, it just blows my mind. Go I wrong. know it. We bought a nice one 12 years ago, and it finally said it's enough. Same here. You know what I mean? So. We're in that process. So if anybody can send us an email with some recommendations or any ways to find some deals, anything like that, please hit us up at DOB Podcast. My wallet could definitely, definitely help with that. They're not cheap, I'm telling you, man. No doubt, no doubt. Now, T, before we get into our hot topics, man, you know we got to talk about our number one realtor team. That is Team Couch, which is Brian our Couch. good friend, Brian Couch. Brian Couch, that's right. Guys, if you're looking to buy or sell a house or just a property in general in DeSoto County, especially right here in the Olive Branch area, please check out our friends at Team Couch. Guys, that is a Birch Realty Group that is phenomenal. They've been voted that way, number one, what, multiple, multiple times here in DeSoto County, and I'm sure you've seen it all over the newspapers and social media. The bottom line is, is Brian and his crew are the best. 
if you really want to deal with the best and probably learn some stuff about your property, they do a free market analysis to let you know what your place is worth, what they can do for you. And it's no obligation. It doesn't cost you a dime. There ain't too many realtor groups or any that I know that offer anything like that. And so that gives you a chance to taste the professionalism they're going to offer. And I promise you, they're going to win you over. If you want to give them a call at their office, you can call them at 662-449-1700. Or you can even call Brian's cell phone personally, which is 901-461-7653. Remember, every home needs a couch. T, hot topics this week. Man, got multiple, like I said. First, let's give you an update on our episode from two weeks ago. We were talking about the Center Hill basketball game versus North yeah. Panola, where they had the officials did not do right, did, did not act properly, were unprofessional. The state has come down, and get this, they have suspended the head official for Good. the rest of the season. Can no longer officiate basketball for the rest of the season, as well as his two assistant officials have been suspended from doing any games at Center Hill, mainly DeSoto County area, as well as no postseason games. So that really wow. cuts into their pocketbook for not yeah. stepping up and taking care of business in this situation. You know, it's an unfortunate situation, but you know, you always hear about people saying there's no accountability for refs, there's no accountability for this, that, or so on. So I want to say kudos to the supervising uh, official in our region and the state for taking these actions. And hopefully it leads to better officiating, better games, and less you know less complaining from the public and everybody else about how kids are being robbed, kids being cheated, this, that, or so on. And we can let the games be decided for what they're supposed to be, not from the official's point of view. Well, let's just say this. Everybody knows that, you know, you work at Center Hill High School. I used to be affiliated uh, in the Center Hill area. I'm not, I'm not any longer. Here's the thing about the whole thing. It's not about Center Hill or Center Hill basketball. It's about doing the right thing for our kids. And we've, if you have a, an official at a game, uh, and I know this isn't the NBA, and, but that's not the point. Uh, these guys, they don't make a killing, but they make pretty good coin for what they do. And over the past couple of years, you know as well as I do, uh, you know what what they get paid per game is is well worth their time to be there. So I say all that for this: you, you have an official who it was brought to his attention and was told the right thing to do, but apparently at the end of the day, he didn't give a rip. He was ready to get on out of here. And and then you had the other two officials who, you know, uh, according sat to you know, what you witnessed, just sat on their hands and just let it go. So my thing is this. I don't know what you, you know, when when you're an administrator at a, at a home game and, you know, you have the pregame meeting with the coaches and the officials. I don't know what all that you tell or what other officials tell. But I'll tell you I'll tell you what I say when I'm in that meeting. And this is all I say. And then I'm done. I welcome them to our school. I let them know where I'm going to be located if there's a problem. I let them know where the trainer is located in case there's a medical problem. And then the last thing I do is I look at each one of them and I said, let's remember why we're here. We're not here for you or you or you or you or you. We're here for those kids. Let's do right by them. And then I turn around and I walk away. That's exactly what I tell them. Now, it may go in one ear and out the other to them. But at least I know I can say that I did my part to make sure that every adult that's involved in there is there or is reminded at least one last time that the reason why they're there is for those kids. And whether it's an athletic competition or an academic class, we're all there for those kids. So we have a responsibility to do the absolute best we can in every endeavor that we can when it comes to those kids. Doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. But in that situation that it happened there, uh, no, that, that was no excuse for that. Wouldn't even entertain it. 
and uh, you know, just, just threw his hands up and walked away. And so, you know, it's good that people are being accounted for, and I, I applaud the state for for stepping in and and, and finally having enough gazangas to do something about it. Tell you, I agree, brother. Oh, well said. And I'll be honest with you, I do the exact same stuff. I've never said that to the officials, but by golly, I'm going to add it to my list of things I yeah. say because yeah. you know what? That's the truth. You know, we're here for kids. And what I told those officials when they were leaving the court, when I was kind of being loud, and so I said, you know what? I'm going to sleep well at night, but you can't be when you when you cheat children because that's, that's all right. you're cheating right now. Is you're that's cheating exactly children. right. You know, and so I try to put a point across and hey, here it is. This is what we got. Something else new at Center Hill, as we keep talking about here in the Olive Branch area, there is a new principal at Center Hill High School. Now, of course, that wow. is my school. Um, the former principal, Doug Payne, has moved on. He has decided to uh, take a new position in the district. Uh, he was trying to look for something a little bit more, I guess you would say, uh, low-key, less stressed, just wanted to kind of step away from it. Unfortunately, he's gone through a few personal things and so on, and this was the right move for him, and I, w- I wish him nothing but the best. Um, but we have a new guy over at uh, Center Hill. is Mr. Jason Witt. Uh, he was the assistant principal at South Haven High School. I have had the pleasure of meeting with him on Friday. Had a great conversation with him. He got to hang around the building all day for his day one. Uh, I think the kids were uh, really excited to meet him. You know, he was introduced himself to several of them during the cafeteria, during lunch times and things. And uh, I think we got a, a good fresh start coming our way and pretty excited for Center Hill. So I know everybody in that area would be excited to meet him. I hope to have him on the podcast hopefully in the next couple weeks so he can kind of put a few words out there so everybody get to hear the man you know see what he's got going on in there and it it should make for a uh, a great transition as they say you know Uh, but hey you know like life has changed you know what i mean that's one of those things that's right good luck to him and and wish nothing but but the best to all of the administrators and faculty and students there at uh Center Hill High School. Absolutely. Now, I'll tell you, the last thing I want to put on here is actually not really Olive Branch centric, but I got to tell you, as a person who grew up in Hernando uh, and still infused a lot of people there, I heard there was a buzz through a social media group called Hernando Happenings. Don't get me wrong, it gets, a, it gets blasted a lot for a lot of things, but it does have some good things. There was a good heartfelt story coming out of there. Unfortunately, a young man, I call a young man, he was, I think he's 46 years old, passed away tragically, and his parents. Uh, we're looking for a really close friend of his, but they all they knew was his first name and that he lived in the Hernando area. They reached out to Hernando Happenings, put out there that they were looking for someone to let them know and be notified that their friend had passed away because they felt it was the right thing to do. And yeah. you would be stunned at the number of shares. Like it was over 100 shares, over hundreds and hundreds of comments. That group, within just a couple hours, was able to identify the person they were looking for, get in wow. contact with him, and make up where they could meet each other uh, and to you know deliver the news and get the family back together it's a good example of how social media can be used in a very positive way so i wanted to say you know hey guys think about what you're saying what you're doing how you use social media because it these is an example of how you can really do something great for people and help people right. maybe let's uh, let's take a step back and get off our soapboxes and complaining and things like that it's a it's a great time of year to you know, step back and collect yourself, you know, gather your thoughts and think about what you say. And let's try to build towards, you know, uh, you know, a more peaceful approach, you know, coming together, less divisiveness. Um, this really hits home because, you know, at schools like Tony and I work with every day, you know, we try to teach kids all the time. Let's don't do things that create divide. Let's try to think that mend them together. Right. So if we can, we can set that example as adults like this situation right here, I think it's a great thing to end our hot topics with. And I hope you agree with that. 
Absolutely. That's, I think that's fantastic. I had not heard anything about that till what you just said. I think that's phenomenal. That's probably what the, what the basis of what all this social media aspect has, has probably been created for in the first place was for people to be able to connect with one another to share, you know, uh, information, positive information, but you know, just like anything else, people, uh, unfortunately tend to try to ruin a lot of things, but it's, it's great to hear something positive like this happen and have a, a community come together just to help, you know, find someone to, so that they know that, that someone once close to them had passed away. I think that's great. Absolutely. Ice Cube, baby. 99, baby. I'm on the grind, baby. All the time, baby. All right, guys, it's time for our news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our amazing friends over at Michael Hatcher & Associates. Guys, are you looking for a new career? Because Michael Hatcher & Associates is looking for you, believe it or not. And, guys, they have an immediate opening, something they need right now, multiple positions, okay? Today. That's right, today. Landscape construction crew members. Now, guys, this is the people who load and unload plants, trucks, do different things, grade, prepare beds, do sod, dig and install, uh, do pavers, block walls. If you have any experience in this, get this the zero experience they're starting at $16 with experience they're shooting way up they have great benefits great insurance and it's a team atmosphere that's going to take care of you I promise you I know several people here a lot of my students from my school go over there and have started a career and are not leaving they are doing night school other stuff they love the job so much this could be the same thing for you so if you're looking for a change looking for a good paying job good insurance good benefits please go check out our friends at Michael Hatcher and Associates you won't regret it you can check that out at HatcherLandscape.com T what do we got for news this week brother well we're going to start off with something that's very good and enlightening according to an internet internet based background check website called Good Hire Olive Branch, Mississippi has been named the safest city in Mississippi. Uh, The fast-growing North Mississippi Memphis suburb scored second in the state in its violent violent crime rate, first in the state in property crime, and ranked first in the state in society crimes. Now, let let me clarify something. These first in state means that not the highest, the but lowest. the lowest. The <laughs> yeah. lowest. I know the wording so, on that article is yeah. a little off. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of odd. So we can't be very safe if we're killing everybody and beating everybody up. So <laughs> what it boils down there, we're actually the next to the last in violent crime in the state. We are last in the state in property crime and last in the state in society crimes. That's where you want to be. Okay. Uh, there's a quote from Mayor Adams. He says, you know, he believes that's awesome. Our first first responders work diligently to try to make sure that our citizens feel safe. Over half the budget is spent on public safety, and we take pride in that, as they should. Uh, to determine the rankings, Good Hire reviewed FBI crime data to uncover the latest place in each state in America, as well as the top U.S. cities with at least with the least amount of property, violent, and society crimes. Each place, all with a population of 30,000 or more, was ranked by its rate of offenses per 1,000 people for each of the three categories. Now, so if you're wondering, uh, like, well, how would Hernando rank? Well, Hank, uh, Hernando doesn't have 30,000 people. So gotcha. Hernando right. wouldn't even be in the mix on this. So, you know, so I, I, I got some people from Hernando who are like, oh, that's crap. You know, and we live in a much better place. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, it doesn't work that way. This is based on 30,000 or more. So there's not a, actually a lot of cities in yeah. the state of Mississippi that have 30,000 more right. people. So, but of them, we are the best. So I, yeah. I take that with a badge of honor. Oh, absolutely. And, and folks in Hernando that listen, hey, we love you. We appreciate you. But when you get 30,000 folks, then bring it. 
<laughs> Trust me, they don't want 30,000 people there. I know they don't. <laughs> it, it would not be the same place. No, it would not. It no, would not. And that's the beauty of stuff like this, man. Some communities and cities, you know, because of their size and their environment, that's what makes them them. Exactly. You know, that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. You know? And Olive Branch is a fantastic place to live. And so is Hernando. It's two different places. They're close to one another, but their cultures are, are a little different. Their values, you know, are, are good and strong in both places, and both of them are great places to raise a family. So kudos to uh, Hernando as well, even though you're not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, shall I? Yes. As I, as I pull my foot out of my mouth. Uh, the DeSoto Family Theater will also be performing a Wesson House Christmas on December 8th, 13th, and 15th at 6 p.m. if you'd like to attend. That ought to be a nice little thing. It is. It's nice. You know, anybody in Olive Branch needs to go to the Old Town area, the Wesson House area, and see what they offer. It's great history. Uh, it's a great little experience. Fun night. Doesn't really cost anything. Go for it. Yeah, that's right. I, a lot of people ought to like this because who doesn't like a place to eat, especially a new place? The Old Town Design Review Advisory Committee voted unanimously. That means everyone on the committee, by the way, to allow to allow food trucks to be able to set up on a concrete slab located at 9092 Goodman Road East in Olive Branch. Uh, the application to allow food trucks is part of the redevelopment of the old historic cotton gin by developer Cliff McLemore and in conjunction with Derek uh, Coran, owner of Mississippi Owl House, to revitalize the area into an entertainment district called Old Town Parish. The historic structure will feature an event center, two Airbnb places, along with restaurants, bars, apartments, and live music. Sounds That's like right. it's going to be a happen place, man. It is, guys. Now, if you're wondering what that is, if you're going on the old Goodman Road right there, there's this, mm-hmm. you know, the Indian statue, and they had the old cotton gin behind it. Well, it's been demolished. Well, there's a large concrete area directly across from the Western House. Right. It basically looks like a giant park, uh, you know, a parking lot now. Right. Like that. And so they're going to start lining food trucks over there to have more a place to come, socialize, hang out, eat lunch, things like that. And that's going to draw some extra people to the area to have all that uh, awesome, you know, economy boost to that area. It's, it's going to be really, really good good so this is awesome i'm happy to hear this is going on because a couple of our local cities do not allow food trucks and so i leave it to olive branch to kind of be leading the way on some innovation using what we have and i think it's a great great addition Guys, do you have a house or a property that is in bad shape, needs repair, maybe it's outdated, or golly, it's even worse, you got it from the loss of a loved one or a divorce or just a bad situation altogether, and you want to get rid of it fast? You always hear or see those signs that say, we will buy your house for cash, we'll buy it fast, and you always think, scam, this is a joke, I'm not going to get caught, da 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 What if I told you a legitimate local company that really goes out of their way to improve the community, improve the property, is there for you so that you you can use their company to help get this cash fast because you don't want to go through the real estate process. This is it, guys. It's called Rodman Properties. They have an amazing website. It's called iBuyDeSoto.com. You can see all the things they do, which like I said, they buy a property, they rejuvenate it, they resell it, or they turn it into a rental. And this is a high-end rental that actually helps the community. Not one of those things like you see on National Review where they're just buy cheap, fix a few things, put lipstick on the pig, as they call it, and then make the rent just through the roof. And it's just, you know, it's just a terrible situation. This is not them. Seriously, go check out iBuyDeSoto.com. You'll see the process, how to contact them, and hey, you might have that property where they can take care of you. So again, go check out that website. All right, moving on to local news. We, we hope, First of all, we hope everybody enjoyed the Christmas parade uh, last Saturday. Boy, the, the, the turnout was 
epic. Yeah, it was, man. I it mean, was like epic. You know, the great about this is they got the Christmas parade in. The other Christmas parades are next week, like Hernando, Sal Haven, all they like that. And they're yeah. talking rain every single day. Yeah, it's supposed you know? to rain for the next week. And it's just kind of like, oh man, it's gonna. <laughs> it's what a bummer. So, so there's another reason why you should live in Olive Branch. <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> if you we haven't figured it out yet. We watch the weather. <laughs> yeah. So there anyway, <laughs> anyway, but we want to go ahead and announce the the parade winners. Uh, there were several different categories where uh, people in their entries in in the parade uh, were judged, and we actually had winners in some areas in the live animal area. Uh, in the, in that category, uh, the winner was Ingram Mills Saddle Club. Congratulations to them. Uh, in the nonprofit divisions, we had a first and second place. The first place went to the Junior Auxiliary of DeSoto County, and second place went to New Prospect Baptist Church. Uh, in the commercial division, uh, second place went to Milwaukee Tool, and first place went to North Central Electric Cooperative. Uh, in the marching unit, the winner was the Power Center Academy. Congratulations to those people. Uh, in the vehicle group, uh, the Olive Branch Public Works. How about that? How about that? Well, know. wait a second. Do we have an ethical dilemma here? <laughs> I mean, is is did the city sponsor the parade? Did they yeah, run really. the parade? Mm, and then this they had could their be own an inside job. Wink. Corruption. Wink, wink, wink. Corruption. We were just talking about Olive Branch, and now we have to I deal with corruption. It. I don't know. We might have we might have <laughs> just dropped it. To first in corruption, parade corruption, <laughs> parade and, corruption. In, a, in a bad way here in Man, Olive Branch. If this is no. the worst Olive Branch is doing. <laughs> we're in great shape. <laughs> we're in great shape. I'll take two of those cars, please. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and then the uh, congratulations to the Public Works Department. Good deal. And then Presidential Award. Boy, that sounds extremely impressive. Man, presidential. It's presidential. <laughs> not, not, not the First Lady Award, but the Presidential Award. <laughs> Mississippi Ale House. Well, there you go. There Good you for go. them. Yeah. Good for them. That's cool. Congratulations That's cool. to all those people. And thanks for being a part of Christmas Parade. And thanks for the town for putting it on. And I hope everybody that went out there uh, really enjoyed that. Okay. Hey, but moving on. If you've not yet gone, you need to make sure and get over to OB Park to experience all the big old stunning light displays over there. It's pretty awesome to have this here in town. And it's another shout out to the city for adding another reason to say Olive Branch is a great place to be. I have not made it out there yet, uh, I, I, but I'll be in town uh, over there uh, visiting, staying with my daughter's house uh, this weekend, and we're going we're going to be going over there. We're going to see that this. I've this heard from week. everybody; it's great. My I need my son's soccer season to wrap up, so I actually have an evening right oh, there. Soccer, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you sure do, buddy. Hey, and finally, on our local uh, segment of, th- of this show today, uh, it's a reminder that the board of aldermen are meeting uh, Tuesday at six thirty p.m. It is open to the public. Uh, still hoping that they add cameras and we'll do a live stream as our neighboring cities have done as well. That would be yeah, a nice little little. It step would be because I will do. tell you this. You know, we talk about comparisons and stuff like that. If you go, if you watch the you know the county or the city of Hernando, they have a nice live video that you can watch on YouTube for the board meetings and everything else. I do believe this is something our city could add. I know they're, you know, maybe a little bit of stubborn in their ways, but I think there's a lot of people in the technology world today that would really appreciate being able to see it if they don't want to travel, but they still want to see what's going on. Uh, that transparency is a big deal. But, hey, maybe down the road we can get that going. Maybe they don't want to have to redress or something for the meeting or fix their hair and makeup. <laughs> maybe I mean, so. I don't blame them, you know. Yeah, no, no doubt. 
Well, guys, that's it for our news. And a quick reminder, if you'd like to advertise with us, please email us at theobpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to give you some more information to be part of our team. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been And how you don't know how to keep your business clean All right, T, it's time for those dad jokes, brother. Of course, this is brought to you by my insurance agent and could be yours, Ali Edgelali of Alpha Insurance, guys. That is the ace agency of Olive Branch. If you're interested in saving some money and getting better coverage with expert personal care, then you need to contact their local office today. I mean today. It's right there off of Goodman Road at 662-893-0928. And get this. I'm willing to bet you're going to actually get to talk to Allie, not just an office manager or somebody who takes your call. So you're actually going to get personal care like I did. I was actually able to walk in, talk to him directly, shook hands, made a deal, and found out I was getting better coverage, saved myself over $900. And that is not me blowing your skirt up or a paid advertisement. That is the facts. That he has saved me money, better coverage, and is more personal, and I can actually get him on a cell phone. And here, I'll even give you this. Here is his personal cell phone, one 324 Let him show you why he is the best insurance agent to have on your side. Go check him out today, guys. T, these jokes, man. Whoo, some of the emails, the ones I've got. A little bit of dark humor in here, man. I'm going to warn everybody now. Okay, so, but I I put a couple extra in there since we didn't have an episode last week for the holiday to kind of make up for that. So there's some good ones in there, but there are a few dark ones in there. So here we we go. go. Let me get my flashlight out. Yeah. Yesterday, I opened my water bill and electric bill at the same time. I was shocked. Shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that before, but I put the two and two together on it. Yes, sir. It was shocking. T. My wife claims that a man in camouflage is really sexy. I just don't see it. Jeez. <laughs> see, my wife says <laughs> My wife says that quilts are better than duvets. Oh. I told her you better be careful making blanket statements like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. All right, here we go. Dark humor warning number one. (laughs) What's the difference between Usain Bolt and Hitler? Oh my gosh, what? Usain finished the races. Woo! Oh gosh. (laughs) Folks, we want to thank y'all for tuning in to OB Pod for all these years. And this will be our final episode. And we're actually getting cut now. (laughs) Merry Christmas to everybody. And I hope I can pay my water and light bill you mentioned earlier now. (laughs) Here we go. If a person dies by being burned to death, do they get a discount if they use the crematorium? No. (laughs) No. T, what what makes sad people jump? What? Bridges. <laughs> Zach, man, we are not that desperate, dude. Our, 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 listener, right. our, our listeners are up, buddy. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Got to bring it back down so we can get it back up. Oh, you know? Why isn't the website for orphans working to help them be oh, adopted? God. I don't even want to know. Sadly, it just keeps missing its homepage. <laughs> oh, no. Oh my gosh. Oh. And the last one, I promise. Thank, 
God. <laughs> Last one. Oh, my god. Why gosh, did Princess Diana cross the no. road? No. No. <laughs> no. Why'd she cross the road, T? I don't know. I don't want to know. There he goes. She wasn't wearing her seatbelt. <laughs> And we're canceled. <laughs> hey, Elon Musk will take us. <laughs> oh my god! Oh gosh, uh, that was that was terrible. <laughs> that was. That well, guys, was if terrible. you haven't if you haven't turned us off already, and now, absolutely yeah. just burned your phone in absolute shame and horror. Wait till next week. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate that y'all continue listening. Santa to us edition, and understand this is just humor. <laughs> just humor. <laughs> And we still hope that you subscribe to us and Please. enjoy our channel. Tell your friends, your family, and your coworkers. But just don't tell them about it. that one. Don't talk about that part. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. They say that I've been struggling with my health. My mental health's coming down. There's so much pain. I don't know how I, I can maintain my life. All right, guys. It's time for our motivational message. And this week, we've got a cool little speech that was brought to students at a local college um, and this is about Henry Ford and evaluating people in a unique way so that you can understand your value in a different perspective is the way I look at his speech and I think this is something that has a real good positive message to somebody if you want to know what qualities of being a leader being a person is personable thing like that this speech personifies that so let's go to that audio now Henry Ford, the founder of Ford Motor Company, once took two candidates for dinner. They were both graduates of the same university. They had the same GPA, grade point average. They were both geniuses. They finished the dinner. They walked out of the restaurant. And as soon as they walked out, Ford said to the one, you're hired. And he said to the other one, we won't be proceeding together. Thank you very much for a lovely dinner. And the young guy summoned the courage and said, Mr. Ford, can I ask you something, sir? We never spoke about engineering. We never spoke about cars. We never spoke about the university. We only spoke about general things. Why are you hiring my friend and not myself? And Mr. Ford said, for two reasons. The first one is that your friend tried his steak and then he put salt. You put salt and then you tried your steak. I like people who try things before they make changes. And the second and most important reason of them all, your friend was polite with all the waiters saying thank you and please. They were invisible for you, all the waiters. You only were polite when you were addressing me. So a great leader, somebody you want to impact your organization, doesn't have to see hierarchy. He has to see human beings. Okay, I can relate quite a bit with the message here. The first part about, you know, putting salt on a steak or whatnot, I, I, I kind of get that. I like people that, you know, want to try to do things as well. But I've eaten enough steak, thank God, to know that I know what I want it when I get it. The, <laughs> the other part of it is, is the fact that that's, that is something that I think that we, we are, uh, that is dying away at an exponential rate in our society today. And that's common courtesy and respect for one another. Amen. And, uh, you know, without that, more and more, our young people, um, they're not learning to do that. They're not getting to learn that at home because parents are, are not teaching them. And when, you're, when your face is in your phone all the time, all, uh, uh, you know, every free minute that you have when kids are at school, when they're at home, they don't know how to communicate one-on-one -on -one with people. They don't understand the common courtesy that needs to go along with. It's not that they're being rude. They don't know that they're being rude. They've just never taught how to be polite. And until we start teaching our young people that, uh, 
it makes a difference uh, in how people perceive you based upon how you carry yourself and how you how you outwardly express and how you treat other people. Agreed, T. Agreed. I, I think it's a great message to say people are not invisible because you think you're better than they are. Right. And to me, that's the reality of it. You know what I mean? That's right. Like, the second you overlook people or think you're better than someone else, you're part of the problem. That's right. And, you know, every day I deal with youngsters that are itching to be adults and want respect to be adults. And every time I tell them, I will gladly treat you like a young adult. But do remember, that goes both ways. And That's so right. if you want to talk to me or talk down to me or think you're smarter than me or treat me differently because you think you got an angle or are better, this, that, or so on, then you understand you're part of the problem. I said, if you ever see me talk down to you or talk on top of you or scream at you, this, that, or so on, then I'm part of the problem. And I said, the sooner we all come to that together, we'll be able to come together instead of right. creating more division. So um, I think this message speaks volumes, and I hope everybody who heard it gets the same as we did and are able to pass that along and maybe give yourself a little different perspective. And if you see somebody who hasn't learned this perspective, let them know. You just do it in a polite way. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy day up in the limousine. Hang your pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. And now it's time for Random Facts, Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by Old Town Fitness. Uh, if you're looking for a place to go work out that teaches everyone there uh, what they need to help them reach their fitness goals in a place where everyone is nice to you, it's a great place to uh, work out. The atmosphere is great. There's no pressure. There's no judgment or anything. This is the place you need to go. They're located over at, at 9045 Highway 178 and Olive Branch. Hours of Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon and then 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And on Sunday, they are closed as they should be. Zachary, are you ready for the first <clears throat> did you know? Hit me, man. Hit me. All right. In 2017, a homeless man, Elmer Alvarez, found a $10,000 check on the street meant for a real estate broker and found a way to return it. So touched, the broker awarded him a place to live and arranged a job interview. He got the job, and a year later, he was on the board of directors of that organization. How about that? How about that? You just um, never know what, what, you, what you'll come across when man, you meet somebody. Act of kindness goes a long way. Absolutely. All right. Did you know that there is a horse that is born black but turns white as it ages? The Lipizzan can be found in European countries such as Austria, Croatia, Hungary, and Slavnia. That How is unreal. That? That's cool, man. The picture here showing a baby is jet yeah. black and the, and the mother is jet white. It's white. crazy. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. How about that? I didn't know that either. All right. Did you know in 1992, a teenager named John Thompson was home alone when both his arms were ripped off by a tractor in a freak farming accident? Wow. Despite, yeah. Can you imagine that? Dude. Oh. I mean, I couldn't even lift my hands to scream if that happened. <laughs> there's, your, there's your You're dark dad joke. There's your <laughs> dark dad You're joke. Anyway, despite his injuries, he still managed to get up, go inside, and dial for help with a pencil in his mouth. He survived, and both arms were reattached. Yeah, dude, that picture right there. Yeah, Ooh, man. It's gnarly. It's like Frankenstein looking like. Hey, man. Hey, he's got him though. He's got it. He's got his mitts you know? back. That's what matters, man. Well, good for him. Good for him on that one.
All right, guys, it's time for our sports. We've got a quick session here. Uh, last Friday, we kind of did some roundups on some of the basketball scores here locally. We have uh, Center Hill and Lewisburg. I am still working on our coaches over at Olive Branch. They are not posting many scores. And I'm going to talk to Coach Rombay and coaches over there about maybe uh, getting a little Twitter happy about getting some scores out and promoting these kids. Maybe they can send us some email with some stats. We'll get that taken care of. But other than that, guys, on the boys' side, Center Hill lost a tough one to a talented South Haven team, 75 to 54, but then Lewisburg was able to cap off a nice, nice W versus Hernando, 53 to 44. And right now, Lewisburg, who is, get this, 10 and 1 official official record, was led by Marion Davis with 13 points. Uh, That's that's impressive. That's That's impressive. Great start. Great start. On the girls' basketball side, Center Hill gets their first W over South Haven in years with a 63-51 to 51 final score. And get this, senior Madison Bush accounted for 28 of those points. That's quite <laughs> impressive. That's really good. Lewisburg was able to complete the sweep of Hernando on the girls' side, winning 49-40, to 40, and their leading scorer was Allie Carroll with 19 points. Pretty freaking awesome right there. Good job out of uh, Lewisburg on that. <clears throat> Guys, that kind of wraps up our sports. Like I said, we're going to keep giving you some scores and some stats here and there, kind of keep this section short and kind of get ready for the Christmas season and move on into fall. But as always, we really, really appreciate y'all listening to our show. We hope you didn't turn us off. Hope you hadn't canceled us already in the whole nine yards. <laughs> and we hope that you're letting our your friends and your family know us about us. And if, like I said, if you've got a minute to go to iTunes and give us a five-star review in the review section for our podcast, it really, really helps us. We're already the number one government-based, um, you know, podcast in the area, and we'd like to maintain that and actually build on that. And that comes from you guys and your reviews, and so it really, really helps us. We really, really appreciate it. And we're you, needing some dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> something that may aren't so dark. <laughs> yes. And um, but as always, if you enjoy our show, we always encourage you to enjoy our brother podcast, which is a similar show right out of Hernando called Under the Water Tower. They do an awesome show as well, talking about their community. We love to kind of go, you know, tit for tat back and forth with them. Who's better? Who's whatever? Like that. Of course, that's an easy one for us, but you know, hey, it's just part of it. But again, go check them out. Great, great guys. Talk a great game over there. Got some good motivational stuff as well. Just a good podcast. That is Under the Water Tower. Other than that, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We hope everybody will tune in for next week. But until then, I'm Zach. I'm T. And we'll see y'all then. Superman, and he makes me fly until I wake up as the sun sets. I pick up that bottle, tell me what's another.